the odds couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, that's what we're all about on a Saturday morning. Welcome one and all to the odds couple, wherever you may be around this wonderful country called Australia. Yes. The state of Victoria. Yes. The city of Melbourne. Yes. Oh, doesn't get any better than this. The next hour on SEN 1116, the odds couple. Coming your way Saturday, the 11th of November. The spring, it's gone. It's done and dusted. It's done and dusted. We've headed bush. We're going oh, to Cranbourne today. Bush. Kembla Grange. Well, that's a provincial track. Cranbourne's metropolitan. Good Melbourne, meeting. Isn't it? Cranbourne Cup Day. Heavy, heavy deck. Yeah. I haven't introduced you yet. Why are you talking? I just kind of do whatever I want. The show... Well, you want to hurry because I'm pretty much tuned out watching the NFL anyway. So, show doesn't go on without my co-hosts every Saturday morning. They show up here. They're bright. They're bubbly. They're well armed with information and knowledge. That's what they are. David Taggart, Josh Jenkins, welcome to you both. Morning, Scoob. Morning, JJ. JJ. Get your head right, mate. Don't worry about the NFL. Morning, boys. Morning. Uh, yeah, great hey, to be here. It's, it's amazing that you said that, the bush. I, I got into an argument in my old job one day when they were up at, I think, Newcastle or something like that. And I said, oh, back to the bush. And they all looked at me stupid. Because if you're not running in the actual metropolitan area, you considered the bush to, to us old school people, aren't we? I would think uh, so, yes. Like Cranbourne. I know it's a metro and Kembla's a metro meeting. But to us, you say... Like, if you got off a horse at Corfield, you'd say, oh, back to the bush. And you go, there's a nice race at Cranbourne in two weeks' time. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. You ever tried to... You've Even though they've driven to Cranbourne lately? Yeah, I know. Yes. Plenty of dirt roads, no traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Take you an hour and a it's half a, to it's get a there on a quiet day. It is a saying for you millennials. Mm. Right? That, what, what Am I we a millennial? Say, yeah, nah, yes. But uh, it is, isn't it? It's, it's what, what we used to say, just back to the bush. Mm. Just yeah. wanted to mention something very quickly. Uh, when was the World Cup final on last Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. We smashed them. Do you know how many people watched that? How many? I did a billion. I watched the no, Indian. No. I watched the Indian run uh, score, and then I fell asleep and woke up. I didn't watch a ball. <laughs> with, a with ball. two deliveries, I saw head go out, and then Maxwell strike at two hundred percent. Okay, I didn't ask your forty million. Perception of the game and what well, there was 110,000 there, break wasn't there? For us, 100, no, that, about 110,000. No, no, but how many watched it on telly and stuff? What in Australia or worldwide? Worldwide, 40 million. More, 100. More, is that right? 250. Million. Oh, well, you've got oh, 1.2 in India, so yeah, you're 130 probably 130 million. 130 million. That's not how's too that? Bad. 130 million. Mm. Is that number spot on? Isn't that extraordinary? No, it just shows you the the. the Passion for it in India. Oh, it's oh, just a stat I thought that would have been I a lot more. I read this morning. I thought, oh wow. I thought that would have been a lot tell, more. I want to tell it why? Well, how many people live in India? Well, how one many point have got two. Tellies? Maybe one multiple people gathered around the same telly. Mm, they do. That's, that's they often do. Mm. They like doing it that way, you know. And they they get the atmosphere in their in their houses of, of come on India. Uh, Cranbourne's in a. It's got the cup today, but it's in a fight to keep the cup. Scoob. Why? Flemington want to take over this Saturday, I believe. Push or Cranbourne aside. I'm not sure. But Cranbourne are in the uh, fight of their life to keep their cup. Now, you'll you'll uh, you'll note that Pakenham has moved their cup to a Thursday night mm-hmm. early next year. So they've 
uh, been moved aside. And Cranbourne are going to uh, fight hard to keep their Saturday standalone cup. How long have we had Cranny as a post-Carnival Cup and not a pre-Carnival Cup? Yeah, not long. Not long. I tell you yeah, what, back they've had in the some old bad days, luck. You had all the country cups before the Carnivals, didn't mm. you? They've had some tough... They uh, were winded out a couple of years ago. The rails got uh, blown, blown away over. by the wind. Right. That's right. They, uh, I was... Interesting way of putting it, winded out. Winded out. Yeah. Uh, it was a heavy 15 last year or the year before. Um, oh. So they've had some misfortune on Cup Day, and mm. it's uh, a little bit uh, dreary down there again today. 10 mils, I've, I've heard. My spies tell me. Well, always well supported the Cranbourne Cup. Yeah, so, so they've had it used rain. to be on a Sunday, didn't it's it? It's a heavy eight at Kembler as well. So I've, I'm rearranging and, and doing this as we speak now for all my quaddies and, and tips. So. That's why you're not contributing. You've got three hours to worry about that. that. I worked Can't it do out. two things at once? I worked, uh, Can't do well, one I worked thing off at once. On a, on a soft track for Kembler. And, of course, we're on a heavy eight. It may dry out if they get mm. no more rain. It's a shame it rained up there. Had a good thing. Do you think it'll dry out if they get no more rain? Hopefully to a soft seven. What if, if it gets winded again? The winded comes in. Well, that, that was Cranbourne. You'll get winded in out. a minute when I club you in their guts. Well, oh, come on, mate. We don't condone violence <laughs> on this show, doing? JJ. Exactly <laughs> right. Throwing cut lunches in, yeah, in I know. the studio. Yeah, What's false start, Jets? You? you think he's tough. He's Ten always tough. to rewind back to eight, do we, and restart but the Scoop, show? you got to understand, he's always tough, mate, when it's before the bounce of the ball. Until yeah. the game starts, mate, you don't hear boo out of him. I've enjoyed Josh the, Jenkins, uh, the three votes. Now, now he's going to punch people in the I've guts. I've enjoyed the, uh, the, the first nine minutes, to be honest, particularly the first three when the news was on. <laughs> now I'm just watching the uh, Gotham City Jets just uh, drive the football down the field at MetLife Stadium, down 10-0 against the Miami Fins. Come on, man. Gee, they're, they're a... Um, what, what, I'm, gonna, I'm, sort of, I'm looking at a I'm looking at a steak. I'm looking at a couple of fried eggs. For Bracky? No. Well, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a descriptive word of... New South Wales racing. Uh, it's you know it's tender, it's tasty, it's it delivers potent. No, I'm not looking at potent's um, not the word. Succulent. Oh, succulent's getting closer. It's getting closer, but uh, they just keep... it's like a wagyu steak medium. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm looking at, and I'm sort of trying to. Did you say ragu? Get my head like to, pasta. A wagyu. to connect to what I'm looking at and say that's the word I'm after because. I, I, I know I'm Victorian. Love you know, live here. I love what. New but South you're New Wales South. You're a doing. New South Welshman. I was born. Yes, I was yes, born. So you're biased. In New South Wales. Yes, I'm, I'm not biased. Mm. I, well, not I heard you say you, you. I heard you say on breakfast when I was waiting to talk to you that you didn't rate Victorians. No, <laughs> I heard you say case. it. It was not the case at all. I heard you say. It. What I said was if you're in South Australia, you, you are 20% less of a good bloke than someone that lives in Victoria. And Buff Lehman had lived in now Brisbane for 12 or 13 years. I said, well, Buff, you're down at 55%. You've lost 45% of your good blokedness for living <laughs> both in South Australia and in Queensland. So that's what I, I said. I agree with you. Today's, as a punter, I'm more confident at Kembla than I am at Cranbourne. They just keep giving. You know, you've got big races there yeah, again today. They do, don't they? They're, they're taking it out it well. to the bush, as we say, out to Kembla. You know, well, week in, week out, the owners are going to the races with a chance to pl- pay for their purchases, um, make them more valuable at the other end of their racing careers, particularly if they're females. And, you know, the expectation in the fields, like, they're belting us up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, everything like our horse, our horse has been scratched today, but you go around in a benchmark eighty eight, and 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 they're all. If you win the race, you're picking up nearly a hundred k. Yeah, like there's some horses there. There's B and C grade horses that are, that over these, you know, the four pillars and the eagle, and they've like they've picked up four hundred thousand for mm. for a B grade horse, and it's it's amazing, isn't it? And they've done it well, and it's great for the owners, more money for the jocks. Uh, and trainers, of course. We saw Joe Pride, of course, uh, make nine hundred thousand just in the Everest. Mm. Uh, like that's who would have thought that would happen ten, fifteen year ago, Scoop. You know, a trainer would walk off the course nearly a millionaire in a, one day. A question without notice, just to to I don't know what I'm trying to do here, but I'm going to ask a question without notice to both of you. What are the group races on in Perth today? The railway, railway, the Guineas. Mm. I never had a look. I know Jake has got a few rides. Ollie, yeah, the, there. okay. The, There'll be one more. Is it the staying race? Yeah, no, no. The, the, no, you, you, you're right. There's a Carbon Club. There's a you got too early for the special cup listed race. There's the WA Guineas Group Two, and there's the the Railway Group One. That's a good effort. Because I, I, I thought I was going to catch you both out. International racing. Geez, we haven't gone that far. You know, we haven't got to Ascot yet. But geez, the railways come on us quick. What, well, I always thought the railway was, was close December. to the... Yeah, yeah, like it's nine, that summer do you know what time Perth the railway is? always on. Tonight, for us. What nine o'clock? Nine minutes past nine. Yeah. Wow. And and there's a very real chance that they don't race in Perth today because of the heat. It's it's forecast to be 39, I think, at one o'clock. And 38, I believe, is the, wow. is the cutoff. Mm. Imagine, that'd be devastating for the, for the uh, West Aussies. No race. race day. No, there'd be a nice breeze coming off the. Off I think. The swan. I think it's a really, it's a really ugly, cool them hot, down. The hot wind, which is northerly. The bushfires over there. That's I rode at a meeting. It was forty-six degrees. You what? Forty-six degrees one day. Where? Camperdown. It was a Saturday meeting. I went to Camperdown for Bruce Elkington. Yeah, been forty-six. Is this Camperdown. when you were an A or a B grade lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> B grade was your B I was grade. Probably seen there. Went there for four rides and rode three winners in a second for him. Have you told us that the other way? You were you were, you started as an B apprentice. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is when I was a senior, of course. But um, you went to Camperdown. The money yeah. on? I only had yeah. I only had the. I've only been there the once. Good little track too. Did you win? Four rides, three winners in a second. And what about the one you went 46. down with? The, put the cash on. What happened? No, no, the, the three I thought win, and the other one was a bit of a cat, and it ran second. Yeah. Right. It had the ability, but it just didn't know how to get line. If, but if they had the whip rules in on the cat as it was coming up the straight at Camperdown that day in the 46-degree heat, <laughs> how many months do you think you would, got, would have got for overuse sure. of the shillelagh? Sure. I would have ridden within the rules back then, Simon. But, yeah, 46 degrees. So the worst is actually when the humidity, when it's, say, 30 degrees, but it's 90% humidity. That actually affects you more. Than if it was just that dry heat of four, you know forty odd degrees, mm. and it affects the horses more, and that's why they a lot go down in Asia uh, because of the humidity. What mm. the horses or the jockeys? Well, a bit of both, but the horses can the they horses can freeze faint, up. Do they? Yeah, they freeze up, and you know, and then they flip over. You got to put the hose to them for three, you know, four or five minutes, and then they get back up. Mm. Yeah, it's not great. It's the humidity Seriously? that knocks them about. Yeah, I've it's never seen a I horse do that before. I saw, I saw it happen here, and they didn't know what to do, and I told I. I, it was exactly the same signs of what happened. And I just come back from Macau. I said, get the hose to it. Bang. They got the hose and up it came. But, but yeah, it's, it's the humidity that knocks them about more that, than the heat. That was when the walls in your flat used to sweat. That's it. So so the system shuts down because they overheat. Yes, now, I've seen that happen, yeah. but I've never seen them hit the deck. Yeah. You know, and, and point the hose they, to they the sky. They freeze, sort of and you know, and, the, and you try to move, and they freeze, and then they flip over. They, yeah, they can rear up and rear wow. over. Yeah. 
But a horse right. one day called Sunday Sports was raced with a, a few sporting identities who will remain nameless. And it went to Ballarat and it trialled quite well. And it was a great learning experience from a horse point of view. Trialled quite well. Mm. Um, uh, who trained it? Um, uh, yeah, it'll, that'll come to me. And we were in the mounting yard and the jock got up and the horse laid down. Right. It laid down. Yeah, saying that, yeah. Just laid down. So we all stood around it and it was its first start. Look, you know, Jimmy Mason chained it. Thought, What's going on? So, you know, Chop was giving him a bit of a tap mm. on the rump to say, come on up, you get, wouldn't get up. So all the other horses walked around it with the jocks on and went yeah, out on the Very lazy track. horse, this one. Right. Well, there's a, there's, a, explanation. there's a explanation to why it did this, which I never realised. You, know, you always want a horse to be able to talk to you sometimes mm. and tell you what's wrong with it. So they all go out. You know, they shut the gates of the mounting yard. So we undid the the girth and, you know, got it out from under the horse. And he nearly sort of half lifted to let the girth out. But, you know, half a tonne of horse lying just flat on the ground on his side. As soon as we took the saddle up, boom, up he got. So he scratched, of course. Mm. So he goes back. We x-rayed him on Monday morning. He had a chip in each knee. Mm. Didn't want to go around. Correct. He knew the pain he was going to be under, and he said, no, nah, I'm not going. Now, I'd, I'd never seen that a horse. You know, they tell you through lameness and swelling, and but I'd never known a horse to say, hey, this is the best way I can explain to you. I can't talk. I'm not Mr. Red Cop this, and just I'll hit just the deck. in. And was he any good, the horse? Because he, he, he won was... a couple of races after yeah. we took the chips out, whatever he smart. won. He was by Starway. I remember he came yeah, out of New smart Zealand. Smart horses are usually the best horse. horses, of course. Yeah, and, and yeah, I've never, ever seen that before in my life. And a couple of um, mates of mine who owned it, like the, the horrendous phone calls I got between Ballarat and Melbourne on the way home, saying, you know, you, like, this is, that's typical of your racing abilities, you idiot. You can't even get them out of the mounting. They're staring you And they, they've done it for, for many a long year. But, um, yeah, it, interesting how how all that can happen. Um, What's happened? It's called touchdown. Don't blame me. I wasn't paying attention. Someone brought yeah. my attention to the uh, Jets touchdown, 10-7. And you, you're texting. Yeah, I am, actually. Yeah. And I'm also writing down some, some, some best bets for the day. So I'm actually doing three about, things at once. And yeah. I agree. Uh, go to a break. Chris Nelson up next, didn't he? Yeah. Jeez. And the bear. Glad, glad you the bear's back. Run the show. Yeah, bear from Tassie's back. Was, the bear. Which back. will excite you. Yeah. The bear. The bear. He's come back in from the wilderness. Not the Tassie devil. He's the bear. been out in the wilderness, the bear. And he's okay. back. But you'll tell us all about that yeah. a bit closer Can't to wait. 8.30. Chris Nelson on the other tomorrow. side. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yep, best in the business, and we're coming to a segment now that we really need this man to lift. No, not you. Don't you look at me, Josh. Get off. Will you stop texting? Who are you texting? I'm actually texting one of the bosses at Sportsbet. Well... Is there an the bosses aren't, aren't on our show, so tell your bosses to... I pay your wage, mate. Well, no, that's, no, that's fine, but they, yeah. they wouldn't like you not concentrating while we're doing our top-rating racing show on a Saturday our morning. What? 
top rating, number one show in the world. Between eight on and nine. On a Saturday morning, between eight and nine. Yeah. We get one. a rating spike between seven and eight. How'd we go overall? No, there were spikes. Of course there were. Generally spikes between the three what of us. Stupid question. <laughs> was it an overall success? Oh, my, my word, it was. Gee, we'd be surprised if Sportsbet didn't want it done next year. Mm. We'll be into it next year. Don't mm. worry about that, all of us. Mm. Oh, dear me. Chris Nelson, he's uh, joins us from up north every Saturday. You know that. Racing action continues every day across oh, the Sunshine so. State. But I'll tell you what, he won't be joining us much longer if he doesn't start getting me some all-ups. Because uh, I, I survive on Chris That's Chris's a bit harsh, up. mate. He's been good. He struggled the last week or two, and you want to knock him down. Just a little drive-by. What about trying his seven dollars three-leg multi he got over the carnival? And mate, a bit yeah. harsh, a bit harsh. Well, what do you think of my judgment there, Chris? Fair way, or not way fair? Off. Way off, absolutely yeah. way off. I wouldn't I'm be coming back on after that. that nah, drive-by. Something else to do on a Saturday morning. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. You couldn't do anything else. You have to talk no, to the bride and stuff. You don't want to do that. You need wouldn't this. Dream of it. You need this half hour hanging around, hanging out with us. I do, I do. Makes your day. It. That's right. Well, What's got going a, on? We've got a couple today? of nice races there today with the uh, the Eureka Stud Tattersalls Classic and uh, and of course the recognition stakes there. Well, yeah, we have. We're second week into our summer carnival, so it'll just get better and better each week until we reach uh, Magic Millions yes. in January. Uh, look, we had a bit of rain earlier in the week up here, guys, which was much needed. And Dooman went to a heavy nine on Wednesday. It got back to a soft seven Thursday. It was a soft five last night. But we had another three mils of rain late in the day overnight. So we're back to a soft six again. And they're saying that uh, we could get a few showers during the day. So I don't really see there being much chance of an upgrade, which makes it difficult because there's a few horses in those later races. And I talk of uh, the likes of Comrade Rosa, who's well fancied, has no wet track form whatsoever. Uh, which is a concern. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens when we get to those later races. So Eagles nest will run them ragged, won't it? Well, maybe. We'll see. It's a it's a very good race, that one. I mean, a Katarina's flying, a yeah. is flying. And if Comrade Rosa does handle it today, let, let's say it does dry out a little bit, uh, it's just a bit of an unknown at this early stage yeah. of the day. So we'll just sort of sit on the fence until later. But we've got a multi. Oh, I like it. Uh, here we go. Race four, number one. I think you can hang your hat on this one as being the good thing of the golden day. Decade, one, golden decade, I reckon. decade. Oh. Yep. Because, uh, now, he loomed up to run right over the top of Adriel a couple of weeks ago. Adriel kicked, but then very, very late golden decade. Just got a bit of a surge on and was too strong. And that was 1,200. This is 1,350. He maps beautifully. Uh, he's had three goes on soft for two wins. He's also one on good. So not a problem with the track condition. This just looks his race, and you have to take even money yep. around that. I just but, backed uh, him straight out, and then now I'll do yep. it. Uh, so you'll pay for the, the multi, see? That's exactly right. Because he'll right. just be like, winning, Scoop. What are you thinking there, Tags? Yes. Uh, okay, so he goes down for the win. Now, I know you're going to rip into me here, Tags, but April in Augusta in race five. Nah, owner's tip, mate. We don't like him. <laughs> well, I'm putting her in for the place because I cannot see how she misses a place. She's drawn nine of nine. She's third. But they'll go forward, I'm pretty sure. There's a short price favourite here, and look, yeah. rightly so at midnight in Tokyo. Probably a bit too short, but the form is really good. But look, she's flying over in Augusta, and she loves a little bit of give in the ground. If she gets across, she'll run really well. She doesn't deserve to be $12, but I think for the place is a good Yeah, 270 good the price. drum. So yep. 270 the place. And we'll so round that's it out race five, race. number 
Five. Uh, number five. The place. Yep. Yep. And race nine, number 10, the catch. Now, the catch loves a bit of give in, give in the ground as well. He was uh, well back last start. He sat three wide all the way. Did a terrific job to run third. Lovely draw today. His best form is on soft ground and uh, looks a lovely race for him. But we'll go uh, the place again because he's not a bad price for the place. So we can get $9 for that uh, multi. Is that enough for you, Simon? Is that okay? No, I'll do it both ways. I'll I'll go race four, number one, the win. Race five, number five, the win. Race nine, number 10, the win. And then I'll do them all the place as well. That's a good idea. And yeah. take the multi as well. Yeah, no, that's what I mean, as a multi. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My multi be win. They all win. I'll have a win multi. Sorry, I should have done one third of what I said then. I'll have a win multi and a place multi. That sounds good. I yes. like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I like the way we're rocking today. I, I feel good. Yeah, and uh, hopefully the second one gets the money. Race yeah. five, number five. But I think the best is race four, number one. As I said, those later races, Scalopini looks a really good chance first up. You know that horse very well down there, but mm. I think uh, we'll chat about those races more on track side as the day goes on. I think. Good on you. And, Lovely. And, and Chris, if you go win place, win $27. Yeah, and I still think the catch has got a really good chance. So you can go win place, win. It wouldn't be the worst bet in the world, that's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Chris O. And uh, we'll chat to you next Saturday and we'll hear your dulcet tones on SEN track from mid you guys on from midday today? Yeah, yep. Sure up. Midday yep. today. Beautiful. Chris Nelson will be joining the boys from up north. Thanks, Chris O. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Got a couple of minutes to um uh to have a chat to our great mate from Tassie Tags. Yes. Of course, it's um. It's on the twenty three twenty four Ladbrokes Summer um, Racing Festival. I beg yes. your pardon. <laughs> it's on exactly right, um, and we Bear. welcome Bear Robinson to the Odds Couple for the first time. Good morning, Bear. Morning, boys. Thanks for having me on, mate. We've got a nice little meeting uh, at Hobart tomorrow. There, we've got uh, the rail at eight meters, and we're on a soft five. Any chance of an upgrade? No, I don't think so. I think we're going to get it five to ten mil of rain today, yeah. and I think we're going to get. Tomorrow. So I reckon we'll be in the sort of soft seven, the soft eight range. But the way the track drains, though, it's not going to get into the real heavy sort of range. But um, I think it'll be definitely in the soft. So, but it's still, I think, the fairest track in Tasmania. So you can still uh, mm. find a few winners if they're good enough. Hundred percent. And we've got a nice little two-year-old uh, race to kick off the program. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's a two-year-old called Miss Tasmania who's probably been the best trialer, yep. but Stuart Gandy's got one in as well. And I think Stuart's been probably the best trainer of the babies probably in the last 10 years in Tassie. So um, race one, number four, GG's Miss Truth, probably one to watch there. But I think the market will really come for Miss Tasmania. It's owned by a group of uh, ladies, so I'm sure there'll be a few ladies on track cheering that one home in the third. And, of course, uh, trained by Siggy Carr, her partner, Troy Rides, and, and it was uh, her old man, Royson's birthday the other day too. He's, uh, of course, he's, he's one well very well known down there in Tasmania. Yeah, very well respected, Royston. Yes. Um, he does a lot of work with the juveniles. and um, He actually had a winner on uh, Wednesday night as well. He owned Sir Simon, who won his, I think, 13th race. So. Yeah. The old Grey's 10 years old, so Amazing. he's an old marvel old sort of Simon. Now, Bear, for the punters at home, mate, for tomorrow, what have we got? Are your best three uh, for tomorrow there? So I think they're going to have to wait right to the last. Uh, race 8, number 7, Roderick's Secret. Since he's joined the Johnny Blackie yard, I yep. think it's been in really good form. Um, I think drawn out or suit late in the day. Um, it's down on the minimum 51 with young Jackson Radley taking the reins, who's an uh, apprentice with a lot of promise. Yep. 
was a little bit stiff last start. He probably should have tried to cut the corner a bit, but he sort of went around him and got beat three-quarters of length by Sunset Gun. And I think just with the weight and a, and a bit of a kinder ride and then getting to the outside fence, um, I reckon that'll be the place to be at Hobart tomorrow, especially late in the day. I think Roderick's secret will get over the top of them. So race eight, number seven, is my best. And I reckon we'll get each way odds. There's obviously no odds out yet, no. but... I think it'll go up about that. There's a couple in the market that are like freak on the lead, never one over the mile. And I reckon you'll probably open favourite. So Roderick's secret could be a little bit of value for us there late in the day. Also keen race six, number one, Nico the Greek. Uh, he's been very good this prep. He's bitter, third up. Hopefully settles a little bit closer. Um, uh, four kilogram claiming apprentice is always a little bit of a risk, but I think this horse is in good form. And I think there's a few horses in this race that are out of form. I think probably the stable mate first up is the, the hardest to beat global awareness, but I think if Nico can be close enough on the turn, he'll get over the top of them. So beautiful. Um, race six, number one, Nico the Greek, and probably a one to be more in the market. Race four, number one, better than Banksy was really good first up at Monceston last week. Perez has got a pretty good book of rides, so um, it'll probably start favourite, but I think he'll be getting the cash for it. So race four, number one. How good. Thanks. Appreciate that, Bear. Anytime. We'll chat to Bear the again next, next week. Up. Thanks for that, Bear. Yeah. Um, and right across Tasmania, right across summer, join in the fun of the Ladbroke Summer Racing Festival. Time for us to take a news break. On the other side, we'll come back with JJ. Big trots weekend. So eight sure group ones tonight. Eight group ones tonight. We're going to have a, a quick poke around there and find out what may be winning a race. And we'll start to have a look at the New South Wales and Victorian cards and try and find you a winner to enjoy your afternoon. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, 24 minutes to 9 o'clock, uh, 24 minutes of the best racing radio around this country uh, to go this morning. Uh, Josh Jenkins is going to talk a little bit of uh, trots in a moment before we get into the cards in Sydney. Well, Sydney, Kembla Grange, and also Cranbourne here are the major um, meetings in New South Wales and Victoria, respectively, today. But first, let's have a look at uh, what's happening in the trots world. Always racing at thetrots.com.au, Josh. We are always racing, and sometimes we're racing uh, in better races than others, Simon. And tonight just happens to be one of those nights. Because it's Breeders' Crown uh, finals night tonight, which Massive. means eight Group 1s. We've seen all the semis run and won, and uh, we've got eight Group 1s. We've got 11 races overall. So it uh, gets underway at 52 minutes past five, Simon, and uh, wraps up just after 11 o'clock. So the Group 1s uh, start from race number three. I'm interested, of course, now Emma Stewart dominates here. She won nine, I think, races last week. The all-up that you mentioned, uh, got up. the big. You know, you said, mm. well, we can't make money out of this. The big all-up that you went with that was about a 17, 18 bucks actually got up. Yeah, it did. Uh, the problem is none of us took it. So we'll Speak move. For yourself. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll move right along. Um, in race number five, five, we'll take on Emma Stewart and we'll give Nathan Street an opportunity. So uh, the Tabers train this, uh, this pacer. And Jack Trainer's going to drive it. Oi, interesting, Nathan. Interesting uh, driving uh, booking there. So Nathan Straight Race 5, number one. Timmy Richter's a good horse. Storm Rider's also a good horse. But if 
Jack Trainer can find a position uh, behind the leader, then I think race five, number one, Nathan Street, at $5, might be uh, able to win the race. I think the best bet on the card's probably your multi-builder, race six, number two, very pretty. This is this interesting, though. She's unbeaten very pretty. She's won four from four, but her biggest danger is her stablemate, Draw a Dream, who is six from six. So unless they dead heat, Simon, one of these two fillies will be uh, will be uh, suffering defeat for the first time. But I think race six, number two, is your multi-builder at, a, at about $1.80. The, the unders for the night, in my humble, is race seven, number two, Oliver Dan for Emma Stewart. $1.60, I reckon we can take that horse on. And I reckon we can take it on with horse number four, perfect class. Luke McCarthy, the champion rangeman from Sydney, comes down to take the drive. And I think perfect class might be the value. I, don't, I hope we don't sit up outside the leader, but if we do, uh, we'll have to do it the tough way. So race seven, number four. And uh, aside from that, I reckon we can play some multis. There's a heap of uh, multis we can get involved with there tonight at Melton. And there's also some extras on the uh, on the uh, Mega Bets page as well. So any three or four. Well, sports bet, of course. Of course. Yep. Uh, needless to say, Simon. Uh, any three of four, I really like this. Not as promised, a $1.75 chance in race number three. Timmy Richter, who I am against, but I think he'll probably be very, very hard to beat in race five. Very pretty, who's a certainty, I think. And Oliver Dan. So any three of four, $3.50. I think that's a good way to play the night. If you're, if you're mildly interested and you want to have a bet on the trots tonight and just follow along. Simo. That's exactly uh, what we'll do. Uh, Josh's numbers, race five, number one, race six, number two, race seven, number four, and of course those multis, and they'll all be up on the on the website at Sportsbet. Oh, I believe so. Good work. I like what you're doing, what you're bringing to the table. Always racing at thetrots.com.au. The Trots. Watch it, live it. Love and it. And love it. That's what uh, we're all about. Okay, let's start to get into the gallops uh, today around the country. We've got, uh, obviously, Kembla Grange and Cranbourne, the major city meetings on the East Coast. We do have a, a big race uh, over in the West, the railway, uh, later in the afternoon. Did you say, Josh, we're going to be jumping in about... Uh, what? Nine minutes past nine. Nine minutes Hopefully past we nine. Are. Hopefully the heat doesn't uh, play its part. A few Eastern State gallopers there. Yeah, there is what I was going to say before you started to trot off, just mm. going down whatever road you wanted to go down. Mm. We'll be talking about all those things after this break. Another one. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Business time we are now at the end of the Odds Couple Hour. It's been fun uh, bringing this show to you this morning, and I'll tell you what, it's only going to get better now as we find a winner right across the nation. Firstly, let's before we have a look at Kembla, gentlemen, and the quaddy at Kembla, let's have a look at the railway stakes, Group 1 level for three-year-old and above over the 1,600 metres. Ascot, uh, Tuvalu's made the, the trip over there after a bit of a spring campaign. Uh, the equal fave probably just at the minute. But, Josh, what is the market telling you? Well, the uh, it's the local horse, the local mm, mare, the daughter of Star Turn, El Safina. She's actually favourite here. Now, uh, some uh, learned folks are telling us that it's the Pike Williams factor. 
She was very unlucky at her most recent run, having mm. to come across a few sets of heels and just missing. So she's got a very good overall record, 13 starts, nine wins, but she's 4.20. Tuvalu, Jamie Carr, they draw well here. Uh, got to carry the top weight in the race, but $4.80. He's been set for the race. Roots at 6.50 from a wide gate uh, on a hard track is probably a concern. Carly's Karma yeah, right. at $11. And another Victorian who probably wants a bit further than uh, he'll be getting today, but Forgot You is $20, a big price. Jags? Yeah, last last year's winner, we tipped last year's winner, Tricks of the Trade. Uh, he's we? had his issues. He Forget he went around the other day. Draws barrier one. I know he's at 30, 30 to one. Uh, he, as I said, he won it last year. We got to stick with our little buddy, don't we, Tuvalu? Yeah, I t- he's 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 been going set underwater for the race. too, Tuvalu, isn't it? Been set for the race. Uh, Jay Carr goes over to ride, draws beautifully, sit in the one-one and just go bang. Yep, you think so? Four eighty. And I, as I said, I've, this is the first time I've had a look at WA. And when I was doing the form yesterday with Jigsaw Bucket Moore, I said, "Where? What's happening with buckets?" Of course, he's over there. Of course, riding. Mm. He's uh, on the young Bussetton horse. You guys. Um... Give the Busset and Young horse any hope? Not over a mile. And it draws draws the car park as yeah, well. Yeah, and they say if you get back today, you can't win. Yeah. So um, I, I wanted to have forward. something on him, but I've listened to a, a few of the uh, SEN track uh, WA form analysts. Mm-hmm. I listened to a couple on the way up to Melbourne yesterday, and uh, they 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 just say you, you won't be able to make ground. Okay. Yeah, and he drops well, back from eighteen hundred. And I'm backing. Forgot you in the railways today. Forget them, Scott. Mm. Yeah, forget them. No, I'm going with my gut feel. Okay, let's get to Kembla Grange and the Quaddy at Kembla Grange. It's a ten race card. Yes, a seven, eight, nine, and ten of the Quaddy legs. Uh, Josh, what's happening in the market? Race seven. Uh, yeah. Race seven is the Illawarra Mercury Gong. Yes, the Gong and. Make sure you get your pens, pencils, crayons, form guides, be ready, because I'll go. I'll give you the quaddy there for Kembla Grange. Um, it's expensive, but if we snag it, I reckon I'll pay all right, because I've got some roughies. Will the it. real Osipenko please stand, stand up? $3. Will the real one please stand up? What about up? the nine dog? He's got miles on these horses on his absolute best, but he mixes his form. J-Mac hangs around to ride. Detonated Jack at four fifty. Very good uh, mm. run at his most recent. Waterford just keeps finding slowly run races. He runs home nicely. Lock Eagle. Uh, get to start. He was the second emergency. So Lockie will get to start 52 kilos, if you don't mind, $10. Communist 11. Yeah. Uh, what worries me about Osipenko, um, as I said, he's all the rage given his Maccabi Diva run, which was over this trip, finishing third behind Brightside and Alligator Blood. On that, he wins, but he's six weeks between runs, which is a worry for me. Right. Detonator Jack gets the blinkers on. And don't forget, we're on a heavy track there. Heavy eight, so hopefully we can get an upgrade of a soft seven, but we're not sure. Um, but Detonator Jack gets the blinkers for the first time. He's been going well without winning. He ran second in the lead up to uh, to the five diamonds and then ran third in the five diamonds. He likes these conditions and he's one who deserves a win. So I went three, four, nine, eleven. Three, four, nine, eleven. Okay, second week. Uh, second leg, just writing those numbers down, if that's okay with you, Simon. Yeah, well, uh, Malkovich is scratched. I had him in, too. Uh, here we go. Dragonstone for T. Clark, J. Pride. Uh, look at that figure form and its most recent uh, preparation. Displacings all over the place without winning. 380 today. Insurrection at $4.50 for Zach Lloyd. Uh, second up here. Brudenell uh, resumes as well, $4.80. Bacchanalia has got very good uh, soft and heavy track form for J-Mac and the Blue Jackets at $8.50. Recommendation at 9 Could you recommend that horse, David? I actually left Brun- Brunnell out. 
Um, as I said, Dragonstone resuming, uh, trialled up well. Uh, the stable is fine, of course. And I said, I'm not sure why Brundell went up favourite. Um, and he's an easing favourite since the market open. Does go well fresh and he draws well, but I'm not sure he's up to these. Two, five, six, seven and eight. Two, five, six, seven and eight. Thirdly. Uh, Headwall's your favourite at even money. One out? No. Headwall. So don't forget there's been a... I've actually thrown Shelby 66 oh, in. Please. He won't know himself in this grade. Uh, mate, he's got the heavy track. One, two, four, and five. One, two, four, and five. One, two, four, five. All right. Finally. And the last leg, if you can uh, be alive here, you'll be up and about in the benchmark 78. Full for Cindy at 280. Uh, done a start for my Eustace mm. inside gate concern, 416. I'm a Shelby. Might be Shelby into Shelby at 550. Yeah, good chance. I'm a Shelby. Two, five, eleven, and 12. Two, five, eleven, and 12. Two. Five, eleven, and $320. Holy smokes. Mm. Okay, so it, yeah, I've got roughies in. If I, if I can snag it with a few roughies, oh, I'll pay well. It'll be Ooh, a yeah, massive yeah. payout. Well, let's see yep. if we can get a massive payout also at Cranbourne this afternoon. Cranbourne Cup Day. We'll come back with a look at the market movers and the all-important quaddy with tags after the break. It's 9 to 9 o'clock. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Okay, money time now down at Cranbourne. Uh, market movers um, in any of the ten races. Josh, uh, what have we got? Any in the first six? No, not of note. Not particularly because we've we've got a, a we've got plenty of scratchings across the board. So um, just allow the markets to sort of recalibrate from nine a.m. onward. And uh, keep an eye if you like to follow the market movers. And, of course, from 12 o'clock, I'll be able to provide them all to you. Okay, let's get into the quaddy, and that starts at race seven. It does. Your favourite is Gregor Limo. Couldn't get the money for us at Flemington, unfortunately. Had every chance to, I reckon. Uh, Joe McNeil takes the ride from an inside gate, $3.50. Glentaneous for the Freedmans, drawn next door at four twenty. Uh, Matron Bullwinkle, who was a pretty good in a cup week run as well. And seven and Holy Man's. T- t- talk to me about Holy Man's uh, tags, $9.50. Yeah, I'm with the 10 Glentanius here. I know he hasn't won in Australia, but he gets his chance here right down in the weights. As I said, he's a weighted horse here in the race. So one, three, and 10. One, three, and 10. One, three, but my ten. money's on the 10. Second leg. Second leg, one, three, and 10. Uh, second leg is the Apache Cla- uh, Cat yeah, Classic. Yeah. Midwest, Midwest at $4.20. I'm hoping he doesn't try and lead today, which he tries to do every time. Uh, Rich Fortune at 5 Generation from an inside gate. He's a bit of a tease. Generation at five fifty, Taunting at $6. Got some uh, nice form on soft decks. And Jigsaw, last year's winner at seven fifty. Yeah, on last start, I thought Rich Fortune, uh, she was a bit big first up. I think she'll improve. But what worries me, Willow, I reckon, would have had the option too. And he rides Generation. Uh, they're going to go like cat, cat, uh, cut cats here, aren't they? So one, two, six, and nine. One, two, six, and nine. I've left Midwest out. One, two, six, nine. Cut Thirdly. cats. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, the Cranbourne, the Cranbourne Cup. Euphoric is your favourite. So it's the up and comers against the uh, the hardened season yes, horses. Like so Foxy Cleopatra. Yes. Euphoric's only had the eight runs, four wins, four dollars forty. Foxy Cleopatra's only had five career runs. $4.60, and then you're out to the, the older horses. Just Folk uh, has got very good form on heavy decks. If we get that far, five fifty here to shock at seven fifty. And Ascension for the great man, Harry Coffey, at 
seven fifty. Well, Beyonce was early in her career when she played Foxy Cleopatra, and Foxy Cleopatra's only having her sixth start, mm. so that, that could be an omen. Relevant, yeah. Pounding, Helpful. I think he's the best horse in the race, and he's at double figures. One, two, three, four, nine, and ten. One, two, three, four, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, nine, nine ten. ten. All right, the lucky last is the shooting for stars plate. Uh, Jimmy Star, 225. Uh, that's where it ends, isn't it? Yep, that's it. Jimmy. Only need Jimmy. Oh, just the one out. Number five. Finish best off of the, the day. one out. That's me, best of the day, Jimmy. How much, man? $72, man. $72. Wow. Yeah. Your best of the day? Yeah, well, Jimmy Star in the last. At Grand best Burn. of the day? Jimmy Your Star. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Star. Yeah, Jimmy. What are Jimmy, you going Jimmy with, says he'll just win. Uh, look, Your I haven't... Jimmy's a sure winner. I haven't gone home in front for about seven weeks, so... Take this for what it's worth. Uh, Cranbourne, race seven, number three, Holy Mans. Yes, big Murray Rams. $9.50. Bit of value about that one. Tags. Yeah, you might like it. Can't eat the overs. Correct. Can't eat the overs. Well, uh, I'm going to uh, yeah, I'm gonna go far and wide. I'm going to go forgot you over in Perth. Oh. I'm going to defy all the odds. Uh, up next, Hutchie and Pickers, of course, with uh, Off the Bench. Uh, Gareth Hall features on SEM go. track. That's the end of us for the day. Have a great day. Uh, it's in track, midday, onwards. The voices of reason, the boys just leaving. I can't wait to see the Sarbo.